Welcome to Conspiracy in the Force. My name is Conspiracy Kyle. Thank you for tuning in. This episode 29, I'll be talking all about my recent trip down to Florida to Disney World to see the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge um, part of Hollywood Studios that I've been really, really anxiously anticipating to go down and see. So I'll talk a little bit about that. And I'll also talk about just the travel in general, as well as mask mandates and social distancing and all these all these funny rules that are going on right now, which are, are very strange and in some cases inconsistent and in some cases nonsensical. So I'll be talking a little bit about all of that stuff. So um, first of all, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's tuned in to listen to the podcast over these past few months. I really, I really do appreciate it. Um, anything you can do to help share or promote this podcast would be greatly appreciated by myself. So whether it's rating, reviewing, sharing on social media, um, I would really appreciate that. If you don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram, my handle is conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's conspiracy with a K. So let's get into this episode for today. Um, as you can probably tell, this is not a scripted episode. I'm just kind of going off the cuff talking about my recent experiences. So bear with me with through all the ums and uh, and all that stuff. So here we go. A few funny things right off the bat while I was traveling to and from Florida. Let's talk about airplanes and airports. So on the airplane, of course, now in all airplanes and all airports, you have to wear the mask and it's horrible and annoying and nobody likes to do it. But of course, you know, the mask Nazis are out and about and will ban you from flights, they'll do this, they'll do that if they see you without a mask, so you better comply or you won't go on vacation, basically. So I was on the plane on the way down to Florida, and you know, just one pro tip for you, what I did pretty much the whole trip, and it was a two and a half hour straight flight down to Florida, I opened the little tray table, you know the one that's about you know four inches big, um, and I, I laid my head down and put my head in my hands, covering my face and just lifted up the mask over my nose so I could breathe. You know, do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember breathing? It's actually really cool. I really, you know, encourage anybody out there to breathe as much as possible. So pro tip number one for the airplane, put your head down in your hands so that nobody can see and roll up your mask so you can actually breathe through your nose and through your mouth like a normal human. So that was fun. So another thing, when I got off the plane, well, when I was preparing to get off the plane, you know when the plane lands, everybody's kind of in a hurry, they're getting bags, they're doing this. The the person comes on over the loudspeaker and says, um, just, just so everybody um, remembers, before we get off the plane, as you're getting your luggage, make sure you're all social distancing. Make sure you're all social distancing as you're all in close quarters fighting for your luggage and standing up in the aisles two feet from everybody. Or I'm sorry, two inches from everybody. Mind you, this was a completely packed plane, you know, three, three seats on one side, three seats on the other side, probably 80, 90 people all crammed in one space. So literally, even if you wanted to social distance, there was literally no way. And honestly, I mean, I don't care about social distancing. It's garbage. It's, it's, it, it doesn't matter to me. So it doesn't matter to me at all. But when they said that, we were all just looking around at each other like, well, what the heck are you talking about? There's no possible way you can social distance when you're all crammed in the aisle trying to get off the plane. It was the stupidest, most nonsensical thing I've ever heard in my life. 
So that, that was the fun plane ride. Um, I will say here's another pro tip. On the way back from Florida to Ohio, I was in the airport for a little while, had some, you know, some time to kill, wanted to get a drink, wanted to, you know, play around on my phone. And, you know, you're not able to just sit there with your mask off and, and, and have a drink or have a drink of water, whatever you're having a drink of. You have to take sips and then put your mask back on. So I said, you know what? Screw this. I had the greatest idea. And if you can stomach it, if you can stomach the smell, here's what you got to do. Go into the airport bathroom, go into a stall, lock the door, take your mask off, take a drink, play on your phone, do whatever you want. No mask. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to barge in there? No, there shouldn't be cameras in there. Nobody should be in there harassing you while you're in the toilet. And nobody's even going to know that you're in there for an extended period of time. So I'll be honest, I did that for probably 15 to 20, 25 minutes just, just to be without the mask. So pro tip, hang out in the airport bathrooms, buy yourself in the stall, have a drink, read a book, do whatever you want, no mask. So a little bit about you know Florida in general that I noticed. Um, it's, it's Trump country down there, if anybody is not familiar. Um, all throughout the highway, and I posted a few of these on Twitter, huge flags, huge flags, huge Trump flags, even huge like Trump monuments and like shrines basically off, off to the side of the road. At, at many different points, and there are certain like they're basically tourist attractions now. At this point, people have built these humongous Trump things off the side of the highway, and it's it's amazing and it's wonderful to see. And I loved every second of that. That was really cool. So, I'm getting into a little bit about 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 Disney World now. So, before I talk about my experience at Disney World, I will say, you know, I get it. A lot of people hate Disney. A lot of people say it's a terrible organization. They put all the subliminal messages in kids' movies. They're into this. They're into that. Occult symbolism, all this kind of stuff. And, and, and I, for the most part, I agree with a lot of that, and it's, and it's not good. Um, but selfishly, there's only one place in the world I can go to where I can look at a full-size Millennium Falcon. And unfortunately, right now, that is Disney World, Hollywood Studios. So while I don't condone anything that the Disney Corporation stands for, um, I, I love Star Wars enough to want to go give that experience a try. And, and also, you know, people that are now boycotting Disney or boycotting anything, when you're boycotting things, I, I, a lot of people think that you're just boycotting to take money away from these big wigs, you know, the big million-dollar CEOs, all this stuff. And that's true. You are taking away money from them by boycotting. But you're also taking away money from the average person, you know, just working a minimum wage, a minimum wage job, right? Cleaning up trash, you know, serving burgers, you know, stuff like that throughout these parks. So that that's one thing I always I always like to think about is, you know, you 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 can hate what they stand for, but you can still help support the average everyday person that works for the organization. Because honestly, if anybody's been to Disney World, it's a very eclectic group of people that work there. I mean, people come from all around the world to work at Disney World. You know, every single country around the world, people come here to work, um, and they see it as a great opportunity. So I, I, I don't feel bad spending money on Disney knowing that I'm helping to support some of those everyday normal people. So I'll get off the soapbox now and just talk about uh, Star Wars. So the Star Wars part of Disney Hollywood Studios itself is is amazing. It's amazing. It's it it took them several years to create this. Basically what the concept is 
is it's a, a, a remote outpost on like the outer rim of the galaxy, right? It's it's off the beaten path. You know, think of like Tatooine, stuff like that. It's not it's not in the in the inner inner sanctum of the universe where like Coruscant and other of those, you know, huge political planets would be. This is just kind of a remote outpost on the edge of the universe. So they created this planet called Batu, I believe. Um, and so it doesn't look like anything that you've seen specifically from any Star Wars world or any Star Wars planet or any Star Wars scenery that you've seen before. So from that aspect, they were able to basically create a, an environment that still made you feel like you were in Star Wars, even though you hadn't seen it before, if that if that makes sense at all. So And, and it was a good idea for them to do it that way because it, it, it created somewhat of an evergreen environment, right? No matter what movies are popular with Star Wars, no matter what shows are ongoing, it, it, it's kind of its own thing, and it's not going to be stuck in any certain time frame or era. So I thought that's cool for one aspect. The I mean, the, the drawback to that is, you know, what a lot of people really want to see when they go to Star Wars land, you know, they want to see, they want to see Hoth, or they want to see Tatooine, or they want to see Endor, or, or this and that. You know, they really want to see that specific set piece, which... Um, Disney didn't necessarily provide. They provided their own unique experience. So that was a bit of a downside. Um, another bit of a downside is you can tell that Disney is is straying away from the classic characters of the original trilogy that we all know and love, such as, you know, Han, Luke, Leia, you know, e- even Darth Vader, to be honest. You know, you don't see any of those characters walking through the park you barely even um, experience those characters through some of the rides and attractions. So some of that's unfortunate. You know, it's really focused on the sequel trilogy now. You saw Kylo Ren. You see new Stormtroopers. You see Rey, um, BB-8, a few of those characters, but but not a lot of the original trilogy. So that was somewhat disappointing. But like I alluded to before, it's the only place that you can see a full-size Millennium Falcon, which... When I saw it, it, it kind of took my breath away. It was really an amazing thing to see, um, and I really appreciated that the, the time and effort and you know the the intricacy they put into recreating that. And I thought that was really cool. Inside, um, in, in inside of the the ride, there was a Millennium Falcon ride where you you basically you start off walking through the Millennium Falcon, and I posted some of these pictures on Twitter. You know, you walk through what exactly looks like the entranceways to the Millennium Falcon. You see the hollow chess table where they've had some great games before, you know, between Chewie and C-3PO. You see a lot of really intricate stuff throughout. And then the ride itself, which is called Smuggler's Run, you sit in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. And, you know, you and up to three other people get to perform different tasks as you go on this kind of flight simulator mission, which was really, really cool, really cool stuff. One person, you know, navigated, one person, and in, in my in my friend who I was with, he actually got to pull the hyperspace lever, which which I was a little jealous of. Um, but all in all, it was a really cool, really cool ride and really cool to, to go on and see. So um, a few other things about Disney World and I guess about kind of the current state of things, which is kind of frustrating there is, while you hear all the time about how Florida is completely open, this is going on, this, you know, you can do anything you want there, there is still mask mandates in effect for a lot of businesses, such as Disney World. So, 
we did have to wear masks the entire time, waiting in line, going um, in the rides, going on the rides, etc. You have to wear the mask the entire time, which is completely frustrating and somewhat asinine because as most of us know who've looked at the numbers or actually have a brain, the there's two proportional things happening right now. The number of cases are going up and the number of people wearing masks are going up. So, you know, you, you do the math there and tell me if the masks are really doing anything. So another thing about the mask, which is really frustrating to me, is seeing kids having to wear masks. You know, kids in strollers, three, four, five years old, trying to take naps, just trying to rest, just trying to get out of the sun and being forced to wear these stupid masks. And even, you know, people get harassed if their kids aren't wearing masks. You know, hey, your kid needs to put his mask on, your kid needs to put his mask on. And it's just, you know, as a parent, you know, it's already hard enough to deal with kids, and I can't imagine what it would be like to have my kids there at Disney World with, with this mask mandate on. So if anybody out there would love wants to take your kids to Disney, et cetera, I, I would highly recommend you wait until all mask mandates are over because it's just it, – it, it's unbearable for these kids, I'm sure. I mean, it's and it's so sad to see. <laughs> and another funny thing, too, about the masks – you know, they have this rule at Disney World, which is which is the stupidest thing. And it kind of reminds me of, you know, when you say you go into a restaurant, oh, you have to wear the mask when you go in, but when you sit down, you can take it off. Hey, it's fine. So they have a rule that says you can take off your mask to, you know, eat a bite of food or take a drink, but you have to be stationary when you do that. And then you put your mask back on. Because when you're stationary eating or drinking, the COVID cannot come into your body but if you're moving even a foot the covid just it knows it you know it, it it senses your movement and just jumps right on you so there was this guy who was in line for the millennium falcon ride who was getting harassed by one of these you know they basically have these people who are hired to be mask nazis now walking throughout the park making sure everybody has their masks on right and he says hey sir sir you need to put your mask on and the guy's like what are you talking about i'm 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 taking a drink he said, well, no, you're, you, you can take a drink, but you're not stationary right now. And the guy turned to him and said, well, I'm not stationary because I'm in line for this ride and the line is moving. So I'm keeping with the pace of the line. Like it, it doesn't make any sense at all. You want people to stand there and not move when they're taking a drink and then they can put the mask back on and then, then move. it's just it's so silly to me. But, you know, all in all, I, I had a I had a fun experience there. I had a fun experience in Florida altogether. This was the first time I actually got to travel without my wife or without my kids in, in many years. So it was a great it was a great change of pace. It was a great, you know, time just to reset for myself. So I will say if anybody out there, if you ever have time to, you know, do things to yourself or or take time to recharge by yourself without your family, without other other people, you know, don't feel bad about doing that. I think it's really good to help, you know, reset reset things in your life and kind of, you know, then go back then go back to your life after after some time i think it's really good and i think it's really healthy so i came back you know really missing my wife and kids and you know i've been really having a great time seeing them since i've been back so anyways that's just just kind of a few random thoughts about my trip down to florida um i will have another episode coming out shortly uh, before the election i have a really good topic i'm thinking about regarding overconfidence, you know, as everybody can ever as everybody knows about the polls where the 2016 polls, Hillary was basically 130% chance of winning and that didn't happen. So, 
I'm thinking of of an episode that I'll, I'll come out with within the next few days, which will kind of compare some of the overconfidence of the Democrats to the overconfidence of Emperor Palpatine in Return of the Jedi, how he had this grand plan, but there was a few things he didn't account for, and it kind of ended up being his downfall. So I think the parallel can also be on the other side, too. I think on the on the Trump side, people can also be overconfident as well without thinking of, of things that could go wrong. So look for that within the next few days. So with all that being said, I'm Conspiracy Kyle. Thank you for tuning in, and may the Force be with you always.